September 21st is World Alzheimer's Day, which aims to raise awareness about the disease and other forms of dementia. Figures show that 8.7% of Malaysia's population aged 60 and above, or roughly 300,000 individuals, currently live with dementia. This does not include patients who are younger, because Malaysia does not have official data on those who experience dementia in their 30s, for example, or in childhood. Thankfully, by now, we have a fair degree of knowledge about Alzheimer's disease and dementia. For example, we know there are risk factors like ageing and genetics that cannot be changed, and factors like smoking, excessive alcohol consumption, obesity and even air pollution, all of which we can control to minimise our risk. But while there have been numerous reports and studies published over the years about dementia, we feel not enough attention is being paid to those who actually care for these patients. Which is why today we're speaking to Sharifa Tahir, who is a trained and certified care partner, advocate and founder of Uniquely Me Initiatives, an entity set up to empower and support care partners and those living with dementia. Sharifa, thanks for joining us. I want to start off by having you first share about this term care partner that you use because, like many others, I'm more familiar with the term caregiver. Could you tell us more about this? It's important to, to distinguish the two because the term we use influences our attitudes and responses. The term care partner is increasingly being used to emphasize the importance of care partnership as a two-way process, whereas caregiving is about one person giving to the other, whereas in a partnership, it is about giving and receiving. And within the uh, human rights approach and the social model of disability, which dementia is a disability, the term care partner emphasizes that two-way relationship. And that relationship is also equal because one is contributing. uh, So the contribution is between the person giving care and the person receiving it. And we're not talking about dependence. because dependence takes away uh, the dignity of the person. If the person with dementia is only receiving, it, it takes away their dignity. Because, and it's not fair also because they are also contributing to, to the dynamic. Um, it's also important to note that the term care partner is not limited to spouses only because children and parents, grandparents, and indeed anyone could fulfill the care partner role. That's actually very eye-opening and it goes to show just how our choice of words can have an influence on how we approach a situation. Now, I want to move on and talk about challenges because I can only imagine that being a dementia care partner is not an easy task. Can you take us through some of the challenges that you have faced? So there are many challenges for sure. But I want to first highlight that the care partnering experience can be life-changing in a very positive way. It can also be meaningful and joyful. This journey has definitely taught me lessons in life and gave me skills that I don't think would have been happened otherwise. So dementia care partnering is not all about challenges. Going back to the challenges, Each person with dementia and each care partner is unique. Similarly, each experience and situation is different. And these influence what the challenges are. So the challenges I experienced, for example, with my mother, is not the same challenges 
for an older husband who supports his equally older wife. And the challenges in early stage of dementia is different from the challenges in mid and later stages. Having said that, there are some common challenges. These include dealing with the unpredictability of changing behaviors and responses due to the, cha uh, to the brain change and deterioration. Uh, the other one that's common is communicating effectively with the person affected because communication is one of the areas that can severely be affected um, with, with dementia. Another common challenge is managing mixed emotions um, and the recurring grief as the losses become evident. Um, managing, managing feelings of isolation and loneliness because as we go through the journey, uh, this is a marathon, uh, it becomes lonely and, um, and we are in many ways isolated, particularly when the person becomes immobile. And that's one of the impacts of dementia, that the person, it's, it's global. People tend to think that it's just memory loss. It's not just about memory loss. In fact, in some types of dementia, memory is not affected. So um, uh, the other impact that I want to say is the financial impact because uh, the financial impact of long-term long care is a huge challenge for many care partners. With that in mind, what advice would you give first-time care partners? Basically, what are some of the important things they should know uh, to help them better prepare themselves? Firstly, I don't feel comfortable giving advice because as I mentioned earlier, earlier, each person and situation is different. So what works for me may not work for another person or situation. And what works for me and my mother today may not work this afternoon or, or tomorrow. And also because as care partners, we get a lot of advice from just anybody, whether we ask for them or not. Um, and this can cause a lot of unnecessary stress to us. But I would say two things though. First, that knowledge is key. And I'm not just talking about acquiring knowledge about dementia, the brain, and its impact on the individual and the care, and the care partner and family. I'm talking about what services are available and how to navigate, navigate the system to access those services, how to make advanced care plans, legal plans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's so much to learn that it can easily be overwhelming for anybody, uh, particularly when you're doing this uh, round the clock. So the second suggestion, therefore, is to for care partners, particularly those in, as they enter um, into this role in the early stages, and in fact, it, you know, throughout the, the journey, reach out, seek support from other care partners. And remember, you're not alone. There are experienced care partners who would be happy to support you. We, who have been on this journey uh, along the way, we become the experts by experience. We have been there and we know what it's like to go on this journey. So our support comes from lived experiences and that in itself is very valuable because we understand where you're coming from and we can get you and you can get us too. So care partners, whether you are just starting out or otherwise, or anyone for that matter, they can reach out to me. 
And I use my certification from Keep Us Know Positive Approach to Care to support care partners and persons with dementia with skills training, consult, education, and support. And I know and I work with some incredible care partners with different professional and skill sets who are great resource. Um, so reach out to me via email. Um, I'll, I'll give the email address to you here. It's Sharifa, S-H-A-R-I-F-A-H, at UMI, U-M-I, dot center, C-E-N-T-E-R. I repeat that again, Sharifa, at UMI, dot center. Now, I want to expand a little bit on what you were saying earlier about support because government bodies and NGOs also have a role to play in contributing to one's support system. What do you think they can do to help make life a little easier for dementia patients and their care partners? Um, I would say, first and foremost, listen to persons living with dementia and their care partners. Nobody knows the dementia experience better than the person who lives with it. And over time, through trial and error in our daily interactions with our loved ones, we become the experts by experience. And we have invaluable lived experiences. So listen to us. Um, And I'm not saying this out of arrogance. I'm saying this out of humility because we all have the same goal. We have the same objective that is to offer the best quality life possible for the person with dementia and for their care partners and families. The government and other stakeholders cannot support us if they don't know what our needs are. So let us learn from each other and work together to, to find solutions that will be relevant to us and our loved ones. Like I said, you know, we're sharing the same goal. And, and towards achieving that, that common goal, we would like to have, we, the care partners, would like to have a seat at the table as equals. And this is important because decisions that are being made that affect our loved ones and that affect us too, we have the right to be engaged in those decision-making processes. So I personally, and I know many of my care partners that I, I have interactions with, We hope to see the creation of a formal committee of persons with dementia and care partners within the National Dementia Plan of Action because that's the starting point for the top-level decision-making that's going to flow down to the grassroots. But at every level, I think, you know, it is really important to engage persons with dementia and care partners um, meaningfully, not as tokens, but meaningful uh, stakeholders, meaningful equal stakeholders. One specific support from from the government, I think that I need to mention because I hear this a lot and I experience it too, is financial support. I said earlier, dementia care is very expensive, and we are in it in the you know long term haul. A major challenge for care partners and families is finances. We bear the financial responsibility for the care and support. Some of us, like me, quit our jobs and careers and are using or have used our savings. We're doing round-the-clock work and mostly unpaid, yet we're making significant contributions to the care economy. I think, you know, yes to filial piety, but to be fair, we must also be paid for what we do. 
Absolutely. Now, I want to go back to something that you said earlier about how being a care partner can be a lonely experience. And I imagine it's, it's also an emotionally and physically challenging one as well. As a care partner yourself, what can you do to prevent burnout? And, and how do you ensure that your own needs are not neglected or taken for granted? That's really a great question. I think I'll share what has worked for me. First and foremost, um, I see my mother as a person with her own perspectives and wishes. This helped me to see things from her perspective. Then second, she is my mother. And third, she is a person living with dementia. So by having that shift in how you perceive the person, it makes it less challenging. The other is I thought both knowledge and skills. And I mentioned uh, the kinds of knowledge and information that, you know, uh, that is um, relevant earlier. I personally equip myself with skills. I have been practicing, like I said, the Tifa Snow positive approach to care, philosophy and skills with my mother since 2016. And today I'm blessed that she is generally alert. She can hold simple conversations. She can read words and simple sentences. Um, still enjoy food and eat independently. So there's the possibilities and, and these skills get sharpened and the finding solutions to the ever-changing brain becomes less daunting through trial and error and as, as I went along this care partner journey. The other key is taking, as you mentioned, taking care of myself, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. I cannot support my mother if I'm not fit in all these domains. So I think for care partners, each and every one is unique. Their solutions are unique. They need to find for themselves what's going to work for them. And I can tell you, in addition to the challenges of supporting the person with dementia, it's equally challenging to support ourselves. And you rightly pointed out, you know, we can get so overwhelmed with the support that we, we offer, but we don't take care of ourselves. But we cannot support the person if we don't take care of ourselves. And I know it's not easy. It's hard work. And that's why I said, you know, seek out others that have gone through this journey. And and we can support you and, and not help or tell you what to do, but really share our experiences and, and say, how has this worked for us and how you know, how it has worked for us can perhaps work for you too. And I would also like to give a shout out to all care partners. I'd like to thank them for, or us, for being advocates for our loved ones. We all have a very tough job, uh, but we show up every day, no matter what. We are all doing the best we can. So don't be too hard on ourselves. I'd like to say that I and many others, um, mostly care partners and even persons with dementia and our allies recognize you and we validate you. So again, thank you very much for the love and support that you're providing for your loved ones. 
And on that note, we have reached the end of our interview. I've been speaking to Sharifa Tahir, care partner, advocate and founder of Uniquely Me Initiatives, who's been sharing about the challenges and her experience caring for a person with dementia. Once again, this is in conjunction with World Alzheimer's Day on September 21st, which aims to raise awareness about the disease and other forms of dementia. Thank you for listening. This has been another Astro Radio News podcast.